Clear the City from Homotopia, The Walk, Episode 6. Eberly Street, L2. Hey, I'm just recording because I n- miss you. And I'm I'm sorry we broke up. I, I know I broke up with you, but I just... I miss my family so much and I, I, I made a mistake. I think it might be too late. In case it is, I'm, I'm sorry. I still love you, even though it worked. It's funny. I thought I was walking around aimlessly, but here I am where we first met at Jupiter's. You remember it was, it was freshers week, and, and the rugby team took out the newbies to the local gay bar. And you were in your second year drinking after a drag show with the rest of the cast. I remember being so intimidated when one of my teammates introduced you lot. But you did your best to make me feel comfortable and I I forgot about how homesick I was for the night. I don't know how it happened. I can't remember, but before I knew it, we were hanging out all the time. I remember one of the girls on my team, Gemma, she always kept making jokes about us being together. I guess I guess she knew before we did. At one point, we'd stop by to get some food at Mowgli's because we'd just won a game and, and she was making fun of us again since everyone else had brought someone with them. I can't I can't remember what I said, but I remember you, you looking hurt. Enough that I followed you to the toilets. You you know, it's funny now that I didn't know, but of, of course you thought it was a date. You you dressed up so nice in a, in a really nice shirt and fancy trousers and you were even wearing a tie. It was so bloody cute. We'd been flirting for a while, but as you know now, I've never really been great with my own proclivities. Don't really know how it happened, but we ended up planning our first date in the lines of the toilet. And of course we ended up with some Stan pop classic from the early 2050s as our song. You know, I was surprised when you picked Etsu for our first date. It felt so significant. I was so nervous. But it was good to see that you were just as nervous when you showed up with all your buttons turned wrong. It was so sweet that you picked the place and and tried so hard to be the gentleman, but of course I ended up ordering because I know more about sushi than you. (laughs) I still think about that night. And our first kiss. God, I can still feel that moment and the, the way that my heart beat in my throat. It was right by those stupid beetle statues. You know, where all the tourists take pictures at. We decided to go on one of those tours since both of us had come to Liverpool from down south. It felt like something we had to do before our course is finished. <laughs> Kitschy, right? If I knew then what I knew now, I wouldn't have sought the treatment. 
I should have done more research. I did. I did do some digging and I found out that one of or two of the churches had been donating to this place. I guess I found out a little too late. Only for a long time I wasn't into guys, but I guess I couldn't handle the idea of coming out to my old life. It was different here. Everybody knew who I was, but back home... I knew they would find out eventually. You know what they're like. It's a a small community and, and you can't sneeze without everyone knowing your allergies by the end of the day. It's not just small, it's traditional. But I love my parents. They've done so much to help me get here. It's not a small thing to be one of three in your neighbourhood to go to uni. And besides, my siblings could really use the help of me bringing in some money. (laughs) And the thing is, there are no gays in my village. Stupid joke. I mean, of course there were. But we couldn't know. So if we did, it it was already a scandal. And and I'd love my friends, but god damn it, they were going nowhere. Weirdly enough, I found out about the clinic from one of them. She married out, so she was having this treatment there to make it easier for her to shift weight. He liked skinny girls. So of course I looked it up. Dig deep enough and you'll find rumours, accusations and controversy. And that's how I ended up in this mess. clinic felt wrong. Of course it did, but I I did it anyway. Everyone was that weird kind of nice that puts you on edge. Nothing was out of place. When I was shown to my room after I selected my treatment, I knew I'd made a terrible mistake. And even now, I don't know why I stayed. I mean... I knew about the gene therapy to cure diseases like cancer and and muscular dystrophy and and even the stupid aesthetic stuff like changing your hair texture or eye shape on yourself or your future children. But I I didn't know enough. I, I can't believe I broke up with you, much less over text. You have to understand. Even contemplating the treatment tore me in two and... What happened to me and and the others, it needs to be stopped. I'm going to tell you everything I can, and I know you'll believe me, so please convince others. Please. I know it doesn't sound real. They they had different wards. I I was in the sexuality ward, but I also saw what I think was a uh, mental health ward and, and another one for learning disabilities. There were only three of us being treated at the time. One person, I'm fairly certain, was referred by their doctor. And the other, I don't think, was there by choice. So there was me. There was the bisexual guy referred by his GP. And the probably kidnapped ace lady. She told me this was her third go. She also told me that she heard that the DSD ward secretly treats trans and intersex volunteers. 
We ate with people from different wards, since there were so few of us. Some were only children. The guy from our ward was let out halfway through my treatment. You'd figure they could just remove the liking guy's part, but he ended up like me. The process took away his entire sexuality. I left before the other girl was finished, but she... She'd come in before I had. It felt like they were trying to correct her eyesight by taking out her eyes. I wonder if she'll be stuck there forever. I saw one or two people from the other wards roll out in gurneys. And now I'm here. Looking out at the water, thinking about us. Thinking about what I gave up to go back to the people who never knew me. And probably didn't want to. I wish I'd gotten a copy of the waiver they made us sign. There are some pretty scary side effects, like an increased chance of lymph cancer. Not that that stopped me. But they never mentioned whatever this is. I think... I think I'll go for a swim. I hope you find this. Eberly Street, L2, written by Mo Svensson, performed by Nadine Amami, audio produced by Laura Brown, series produced by Alex Ferguson on behalf of Homotopia, a Unity Theatre co-commission with support from BBC Radio Merseyside. Visit homotopia.net for more info.